TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, a real estate investment program. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family. We bring you experts every day to discuss and answer your questions on everything from single family homes all the way up to 600 plus unit apartment complexes. And now, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Hey, on today's show, I want to open by sharing with you a poll that just came out recently. Uh, Gallup poll released their Mood of the Nation poll, and this is something they've been conducting annually for quite some time now, 40 years, four decades. Okay, and they did their poll this year at the start of 2020 in January. And it's interesting. They they show that the results show that 90%, 90% of Americans are satisfied with the way things are going in their personal life. 90%. And again, Gallup has been conducting this very poll for 40 years. And that 90%, it's a record high. Now, they do get a little more granular in their poll. And we'll take a little, just a brief, brief look at some more detail there. But But ultimately the overwhelming majority of Americans in all major demographic and political subgroups are, in their words, content. Content with the way that their lives are going. Now, if you dig a little deeper, you do find some variation in in those trends, you know, based on income level, uh, political affiliation, uh, marital status, for example, with with some being a little more highly satisfied than others. But again, (laughs) as a nation, we seem to be Pretty darn content. Now, personally, when I saw that number, I thought 90%, that, that seems pretty high. What do you think? Are you in that 90% or are you part of that disgruntled uh, 10% over to the side? So I want to take a look at that. And I also want to take a look at um, an interesting article called uh, Seven Middle Class Beliefs Holding You Back from Getting Rich. And the last of those beliefs that the author goes into, and we'll get to that one, um, that is holding back the middle class is the belief that being comfortable is more than enough. Being comfortable is more than enough. In other words, being content. Well, that's 90% of us, isn't it? So we're going to talk a little bit about mindset and what we can do to shift away from just simply being content. So let's take a look at Gallup's numbers to start with. And let's see what some of the middle class beliefs are, you know, after that. Some, some of those things we need to think about and change. So, again, Gallup's been doing this for four decades. Um, I do like these longer trend polls. They give you a little more, you know, a few more data points to work with. 
again, highest in their record, highest in those 40, 40 years that they've been recording this poll, uh, 90%. Now, the prior high was 88% back in 2003. And again, it's called the, the Mood of the Nation poll. And the highs that we're seeing, they happen, of course, they happen to be um, coming along as we are also seeing a 20-year high in Americans' confidence in the U.S. economy. So we're feeling a little bit better in our in our pocketbook there, and that's making us uh, feel a little more satisfied as well, it would seem. Um, and there have been some variations over the years. We, we Our lowest recorded uh, figure was 73% back in July of 1979. I was too young to have answered such a poll back then. And that was just due to the oil crisis and, you know, everyone having to stand in line to get their, their tanks filled and whatnot. Um, Jimmy Carter was president back then, gave his Malay speech and so on. But um, again, now, fast forward 20, 2020, and we are at 90%. What's interesting, though, <clears throat> is they also conducted a survey and looked at 10 aspects, individual uh, parts of Americans' lives, and they found that they're most satisfied with their family life, with their education, and with the way that they spend their leisure time. That's how they're most satisfied, but they're least satisfied with the amount of that leisure time that they actually have with their household income and with their job. And these are things that we talk about on this show all the time. You know, we, we don't do what we do at Lifestyles Unlimited for the money. We do it for the lifestyle. We understand how to spend our time in our leisure time, but we also have more of it. That's why we do what we do. We build up that income that is passive, so we're not tethered to that job that is providing, you know, dissatisfaction for so many people. And Gallup's asked a follow-up question, interestingly, since 2001. I guess they wanted to get a little more fine-tuning in their poll. And they asked, to what extent are you satisfied or dissatisfied? And again, here, we're pretty darn satisfied. 65% of U.S. adults are, quote-unquote, very satisfied. And again, that's a, that's a, a high since the, the two decades uh, that they've been recording uh, those numbers as well. So does it matter where you are in the, in, in, in your, um, I guess, middle class uh, income, et cetera? It does. Household income, political party affiliation, and mar- marital status are big drivers of differences as to whether we're very satisfied or eh, just a little bit satisfied. Um, of course, the more income you have, those, those folks tend to be more at the higher end of that satis- uh, satisfaction scale. Uh, interestingly, Republicans tend to be more satisfied than Democrats. I'm not going off on any political tangents here, but just simply pointing out what they have here. And then married folks tend to be more satisfied. Also, the younger the younger you are, the more satisfied you are. So I guess as we age and become more aware of what's going on around us, I suppose, become less ideal, ideal, you know, idealistic, I suppose, uh, we, we, we tend to drop a little bit on the, the satisfaction scale. Folks 18 to 34 re- register in 92 whereas folks in my peer group are down at 87. Um, in fact, I saw another article, I didn't bring that with me, but uh, recently that apparently at, at about age 47 is when we, we tend to get uh, hit that, that biggest uh, dissatisfaction hump. And again, it's, it's, it's this 90% return that we're seeing or this uh, 90% satisfaction level is correlating with our, our confidence in the U.S. economy. Our personal finances are, are doing well, it seems. Right. We've if you're a homeowner, you've seen equity in your house pop. Um, you've, you've seen your values go up. You've got a lot of equity. And for a lot of folks that translates in their mind anyhow to to comfort. Right. I've got a hundred K in my house. Great. 
course, that's not very liquid. I'm not sure how that will help you. Uh, we'll talk about what you can use that for, of course. Um, but uh, with that pop in confidence in the U.S. economy, we are, as a, as a whole, feeling more content. And by the way, Gallup, they, it is a, you know, they surveyed a thousand, over a thousand adults to get to these numbers. So it is statistically significant. So if you're not in that 90%, we want to get you not just satisfied, not just content. We want to get you uh, much farther along that path. And we're going to talk about some of those mindsets, some of those beliefs that you may hold that you need to change when we continue with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Webb, and we'll be right back. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Now, let's get back to your map to financial freedom. Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb, and today we're working on your financial freedom by talking about some of those mindsets, some of those beliefs that uh, we all hold or tend to hold that uh, hold us back. And this was triggered for me in part by a poll that came out recently uh, from Gallup that says that 90% of us are satisfied with our personal life. And if you dig a little bit further in their various levels of satisfaction there. Some are more highly satisfied than others, depending on income, um, you know, marital status, political affiliation, and, and, and all of that good stuff. Um, but ultimately, the, the, the prime message there for me was that we're all very content. We're all very content. We're, we're happy with where we are. We're not striving, perhaps, to go farther. And that's what I want to talk to you about is you can go farther. You know, you're going to have to get off your laurels, ultimately, put forth some effort, and we'll talk about how um, but ultimately, you're going to need to work on some of those mindsets and, and, and move yourself forward. And before I continue, I do want to give out the number here. If you've got any questions on this topic or any related to real estate, this is a live show. And the number here in the studio is 855-497-4335. That's 855-497-4335. Or send me questions to askandy at com. That's askandy at com. And I've got another article here. This came out just about uh, a week ago in Money uh, Magazine, and, and it's written by a self-made millionaire. He says he's got seven middle-class beliefs uh, that may be holding you back. Interestingly, I, this fellow doesn't know how to count. There were actually eight in there. Um, somebody might want to point that out to him. But uh, that inability to account aside, he's got some very good points here that I want to I want to share with you. And he he's been studying millionaires for for several decades this guy's name is uh, uh steve siebold uh he's a financial consultant has his own business uh works with a lot of corporations and what he's done over the years is is interviewed um any number of multimillionaires as well as middle class individuals and he's gotten a picture of the way folks on either side of that uh, spectrum think 
And what he's seen is that the, the very wealthy, he calls them super wealthy, um, they've got a different set of beliefs, you know, philosophies, different strategies, ways that they, uh, you know, approach investing and, and that sort of thing um, that are very different from those that maybe identify as middle class. And we're going to talk through those. And in order to get to where some of these multimillionaire, multimillionaires are, you need to start to think like them ultimately. And, you know, you are the average of the, the, the five people that you surround yourself with. And the best way to do that, in my mind, is to get where those people are. Okay, surround yourself with like-minded people. And we'll, we'll come into that here in just a second. Uh, one of those beliefs that he brings up is, and this one really, I can relate to this from, from my side personally. Simply put, he says, working hard, even at a job I hate, will make me rich. Working hard, okay, that's part of the equation there. And what happens is most people, they, they go down a path. And they commit to that path. They stay on that path. They commit to jobs that they don't like, that, that, that are tolerable, right? Because they think as long as I work hard enough, as long as I work hard enough, I'm going to get there. I'm going to become rich. And the, alt, you know, the, the, the very wealthy, they don't, they don't think in that way, okay? They don't work at something that is tolerable. There's, there's several downsides for that. Um, and speaking from personal experience, I saw that with my wife. She was in a job that was tolerable, Right. She went there in the morning. She came home in the afternoon, eight hours, 10 hours, depending. Um, and she was never very happy. She was making decent money. Um, but at the end of the day, she really she hated the job, quite frankly. And after five years of uh, sweat and blood and, and tears, uh, honestly, she, she finally quit. She quit, was able to quit because we built up our portfolio of rental houses and, and that afforded her that opportunity. Um, but I could see that was not going to be a long path for her. So if you think if you're sitting in a job that you quote unquote tolerate, um, you need to find you need to find a different strategy. And what the super rich do is they they don't work for money. They work for fulfillment. You know, once they find a job or, or, or a vocation uh, that they love, they, they dive into that. They put their heart into it. They put their soul into it. And, and really, at that point, it isn't a job. Right. That's when you're going to work harder. That's you're not going to notice the work and you're going to get a lot farther down down the road. And the number two belief that we hold is that we cannot get rich without a formal education. And that's simply, we talk about that on the show all the time. We're following the wrong roadmap in this country. And that map suggests, okay, you're going to go to, you're going to go to school. You're going to get good grades because you need good grades in order to get into college. And that's what we're talking about here with formal education. Um, you're going to go to college for four years Maybe, maybe go and go back and, and get your master's. Maybe you go back and get your PhD, your doctorate. Um, and at the end of the day, you, you get out of college, you get good grades, you go and get a good job that's tolerable. And then you suffer through it in, in, in quiet desperation for as long as you can. Maybe till you're 65. And somehow you're satisfied. Satisfied. Somehow you're content. And, you know, what the affluent do, what the wealthy do, they know that financial success is not tethered, is not tied to a formal education, that you don't necessarily have to go to college. If you want to be a doctor, sure you do, right? Uh, if you want to be a dentist, yeah, you need to get that, that formal training, of course. But uh, for many of us, that schools, it's just, it's just training us to be employees. College is training us to be employees. And at the end of the day, um, we're not going to get as far as we would if we maybe put our you know, buckle down, gain specific knowledge in a focal area like real estate, which is what we're talking about on the show, and learning how to invest, right, rather than 
going to a job for eight hours a day, muddling through, going home, sitting in front of the TV. Um, we need to focus on something more specific that is not part of that traditional traditional and wrong uh, wrong roadmap. So you've got to change your, your mindset here and understand that there are times, sure, that education is, is, is a worthy thing to achieve, to go for, especially if you have certain, uh, if you're going down certain paths, like I said, to be a doctor, um, uh, dentist, whatever. Um, but if you really want to focus on something else, if you figure out that, hey, sales, I like to be a salesman, I enjoy talking to people, well, does that require going to college? No, it doesn't. Um, can you Can you get in with a company work with folks, work a lot alongside folks that are successful in that field and, and learn and gain uh, improvement that way? Yes, you can. And the same is true for what we do at Lifestyles Unlimited, which is real estate. Uh, we, we come together all the time, uh, large groups of people uh, at our case studies, at, you know, at uh, the, the multifamily road trips and single family road trips, and we get around each other and that knowledge, we, we share that knowledge um, and it rubs off on, on each other. And at the end of the day, you know, we, we get a little bit farther down that less formal um, path, that uh, non-traditional path. We're following a, t- a totally different roadmap. And, and I want to tell you here, if, if you want to learn more about Lifestyles Unlimited, go out to the website, lifestylesunlimited.com. We have a number of free workshops coming up uh, across Texas and across the nation. I encourage you to go take a look at those. They are free. See if the, the things we're talking about there. We'll talk about mindset as well at those at those workshops. It's just an hour and a half, two hours of your time. Um, it's a good opportunity to see if real estate, rental real estate, whether single family or multifamily is, is, is a path for you, right? If, if that would take you away from that formal education, that tolerable, uh, tolerable job and put you in, in a, in a better direction. So we've got our free workshops. And as well, I have to mention that we do have the, the wealth and passive income expo coming up here at the end of February, uh, 27th, 28th and 29th. That is Wow, that's just uh, not even two weeks away now. So if you haven't looked into that yet, go to wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. You can read about the event. It's going on across multiple days. Uh, We've also got our multifamily uh, master's bus tour going on with that. If you want to really learn about investing in apartments, uh, again, that's wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Go check it out to learn more, and we'll continue in just a moment. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your dish-authorized retailer now. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, any auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. Listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. We will teach you how to create wealth and passive income so you can be financially free. And now, back to your host. 
Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb, and today we're talking about your mindset, that mindset that is holding you back from becoming wealthy. And we saw at the start of the show that uh, Gallup conducted their their annual poll, uh, Mood of the Nation poll, and they've been doing this for 40 years. And it's consistently a fairly high number of Americans that are satisfied um, with their personal life. 90% record high uh, this year when they conducted the poll in January of 2020. Um, So we're all very happy. We're all very content, right? Varying levels, varying degrees of uh, satisfaction there. But we're all overwhelmingly content with with our personal lives. Um, And ultimately, you know, I see that actually as a problem. You know, you've you've heard heard Dell on the show talk about what gets in the way of a great life, a good life. And what gets in, in the way of a good life, an okay life. So if you're anywhere along that spectrum and you're not quite to that great life, you're you're probably content, you're probably satisfied. Um, putting up with a, a job you, you don't really like, you're tolerating it. That's one of the, the, the mindsets of the middle class is that if I work hard, even at a job that I don't like or that I hate possibly, I, I will get rich. And I'll tell you, if you don't like what you're doing, you're, you're not going to get there. Another misconception is that uh, we're a false you know, belief that we hold as middle classes that you can't get rich without a formal education. And we know, we know that that is the wrong roadmap that we are following in this country, whereby we go to, go to school, get our good grades, go to college, get good grades, and then go get that job that we tolerate or even hate. Um, and that's not going to get us down the path. So the third misconception, conception or or belief rather that the middle class hold that keeps them from getting rich is quite frankly getting rich is not up to me so the average person thinks that being rich is is a privilege you know something that just a few lucky people um, are able to become uh, maybe do inherited wealth or maybe they just kind of got lucky with casting that dice and uh happened upon a great idea or something random like that, but it's it doesn't really come down to luck. You know, the ultra-wealthy, the, the rich in this country know that it is a capitalist country and that we are able to put our minds to creating massive wealth and massive value, really, ultimately is what drives that wealth for others. And, and they look, they ask themselves, well, how can I help others by solving their problems? And if I do, can't I get a return for that? Can't I make some wealth off of my solution? Absolutely, you can. And the suggested change in your mindset that he has is, you know, rather than focus on saving your way to wealth, saving more money on little things like groceries or, you know, that, that, that morning coffee and so on, focus on solving problems, focus on new ideas. And I would tell you that you don't even need a brand new idea to go down this path. Getting rich is up to you, but you don't need to reinvent the wheel. You don't need to come up with something new. What we've been doing at Lifestyles Unlimited for almost 30 years now is investing in residential real estate, in single-family houses, and in multifamily apartments. And we are a group that is 40,000 members strong. And if you go to any of the case studies, any of the road trips, any of the events, you see a lot of very satisfied people probably at the upper end of that scale, I would say. But these are folks that understood that it was absolutely up to them to seize the reins and take control. I mean, Del Walmsley, the founder of the organization, he is a self-made millionaire. And he did that through houses and then apartments. So you've got to take control. You've got to decide that you are going to take action because it is up to you. The government's not going to help you. Uh, your boss is not going to help you. You know, they, they make their money off of you. They're happy to have you there on board, of course. They're, they're glad you tolerate your job. Uh, but ultimately, you've got to make the decision and understand that uh, getting rich, moving up, that ladder is, is absolutely going to be up to you. Now, a common fear 
in, in the middle classes that extreme wealth is going to change a person for the worse. Right? And that's, that is a very popular belief. And ultimately, the, the rich folks out there, they understand that any kind of power, whether it's freedom, you know, whether it's having access to, uh, you know, a good, a good bank account, having that wealth, that sets you free. And that enables you to do good. And I see this at Lifestyles Unlimited all the time. Now, wealth, you know, it can magnify those characteristics. If, you, if you're a little bit, um, I don't know, if you're a little bit of a bad person and you do make that wealth, it's going to magnify that. But most folks are inherently good. And I see that at Lifestyles Unlimited when we go to the case studies. Um, for example, two, two single-family uh, case studies will be presented. Investors that are somewhere, you know, a newer investor will talk about their recent deal and maybe a more experienced investor will talk about their recent deal and then we'll hear, hear from the multifamily investor as well and typically on the slides when they're talking they, they they include some information about some sort of charitable giving some sort of charitable charitable event that they participate in and i see just a a broad swath of what these folks are doing and they're out there giving they're out there being being generous and i would say uh, extreme wealth changes a person for the good or helps them project that uh that uh, that even farther enables them, gives them the freedom to be able to uh, to be more generous. Now, number five, mindset that's holding us back is middle class. Playing it safe with your money is a good thing. So here we're going to talk about scarcity versus abundance mindset. And, and, and middle class folks tend to have a scarcity mindset, right? That there's we have a lack of time, we have a lack of money, um, there are not enough houses out there for me to go out and invest and buy one. And because of that scarcity mindset, we're, we, we operate from a conservative point of view. We're very, very cautious. And because we're cautious, our returns are lower and we do not grow. We do not get farther down that path. The rich, on the other hand, they understand that we've got to take that money that we have and we've got to leverage it and we've got to make more money. And they do take a little bit of risk. Right, the multimillionaires are always looking at their returns, always studying their their investments. Um, there's the notion of the family office that we've talked about on the show before, whereby I, as steward of my wealth, should always be ensuring that I'm getting the maximal return that I can, not just simply parking those funds in a savings account, earning half a percent interest, or in a money market account, earning what is it now, one and a half percent interest. Uh, we're just putting it, letting it languish in the stock market out of my control. I need to be looking at that, reviewing it, and finding the most optimal place to position that, that money, that wealth to grow. And that is in real estate. Uh, that is in single-family houses. That is in, in multifamily, in, in, in apartments. So what you need to do to change your mindset is increase your tolerance for taking perceived risks, okay? You need to bet on yourself. You need to understand that you can do this. And if you're not sure, if you're you're... A little bit wobbly in your thinking I would say again surround yourself with those folks with those people that are doing this for a number of reasons you'll see the path that they're on you'll see that path that you need to go down it will become clearer to you you'll know the direction you need to go you know you'll understand the actions you need to take and then you'll understand that when when at the end of the day the return that you're going to come back with that you're going to get out of those actions is going to be phenomenal right because you're around you surround yourself with those multifamily investors you surround yourself with those successful uh, single fam family investors and you understand that there is an abundance mindset in that group we're not we're not conservative well we are you know we're I don't want to say not not conservative um, you know we're we're investing in real estate 
Um, but the investments that we're making, they're, they're fine-tuned, they're mapped out. We, we take the, you know, we do our analysis prior to buying into, say, a single-family house. We understand uh, at the end of the day what our returns are going to be, and again, whether it's single-family or multifamily. Um, and we do take a little bit of risk. And, and if that risk for you is simply saying, okay, I've been hearing this on the radio for some period of time. I'm going to invest a little bit of my time and get out to, say, the free workshop. Do it. Just do it. Go check it out. See if, if what we do at Lifestyles Unlimited is something for you. Or again, I mentioned earlier, the Wealth and Passive Income Expo is coming up at the end of February. And that's a great place to go and really see um, really see what the successful folks are doing in the real estate sphere. Uh, we'll have a ton of folks down there. Thousands of investors come to this event. So it's, again, a really good place to go and rub elbows with folks and, and network, ask questions, see what that path is that they're following, and understand that there is abundance out there. There are plenty of houses to invest in. If you just drive around your neighborhood and open your eyes, you'll see a lot of opportunity right there. If you drive around your neighborhood and, and look, you'll start to see, I didn't even notice that apartment complex was there. You'll start to see that abundance. You'll start to see that opportunity. But you've got to shift that mindset from one of scarcity to, to one of abundance. And the best way to do that is to get around folks that have that mindset. You'll learn from them. When we continue with the show, I want to talk about kids and saving money and how to teach them and uh, whether money makes you stressful and emotional when we continue. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. It's time to turn up the volume and fine-tune your passive income plan so you can create the lifestyle you've always wanted. Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb, and on today's show, we're talking about mindset. Uh, we've been looking at an article, uh, Middle Class Beliefs Holding You Back from Getting Rich, and a lot of us hold this, you know, in conversations that I have with folks uh, all the time, I, I hear the same things, you know, well, I, I like my job. It's okay. You know, it's paying the bills. Um, I'm, I'm happy there. You know, I, I, I just have another decade. I just need 10 more years till I can retire, right? People are content. People are tolerating what they do. And we saw that in the Gallup poll earlier uh, that 90% of Americans are satisfied with their personal life. But as you dig a little bit deeper, get a little more granular, there are various um, levels of satisfaction on that scale. I can't get no satisfaction, right? 10% uh, of folks apparently can't. But um, we don't want you to just be content, right? Living a life of, of quiet desperation, tolerating that job that you go to just to pay the bills. You can do a lot more. And that's what we do at Lifestyles Unlimited is we do do a lot more through rental real estate, through buying single family houses and buying multifamily apartments. So we're, we're addressing these mindsets here today, looking at what those are. You need to know what those mindsets are to be aware if you even have them, right? Um, oftentimes we just don't know what's going on. We don't take the time to think, right? We get back from that job that we tolerate. We turn on the TV, um, watch the news for a little bit, maybe watch some, some sitcoms or something uh, before going to bed and getting up early the next morning to make that commute in traffic, listening to the radio and doing the whole thing again. Um, so you got to take a step back and think about what, what is your mindset? Do you hold these beliefs that we are talking about today? So let's move on. And, and number six, one of those beliefs is that it's more important to teach my kids how to save money. Now, I agree. I agree. It is important to teach kids to save, to be frugal, but I'd say it's more important. Don't focus on the save. I think that's the uh, underscored word here. Um, 
more important is to teach them to invest. Okay. And and that is though, that is the, the middle class mentalities. I gotta teach them how to save, put money into that bank. Uh again, skip that morning coffee, uh don't you know, cut back on the groceries and so on, save. Uh and, and the unfortunate thing is and, and here uh Steve Seabold quotes a, a twenty eighteen T Row price survey, a thousand young adults, uh, eighteen to twenty four, and a third of them said that they weren't fifteen. It was it was not until after they turned fifteen, really, that their parents taught them about money. That's too late. You know, you need to start earlier and start earlier, not just teaching how to save, but like I said, how to invest, right? The ultra wealthy, the rich, they're always looking for ways to increase their, their income, to double their returns, triple those returns uh, so that they can enjoy that so-called good life, right? Um, and they do that through investment. And that's what we do as real estate investors as well. And I remember at the expo last year when I went um, in April, this was also, it's always down in Houston, um, there was a, 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 a breakaway, a break, excuse me, breakaway breakout session focused on legacy. I'll call it the legacy workshop. And there were a number of presenters there, and I really liked the concepts that they presented because what each of these folks were doing, these were all parents, and they had kids of varying ages, uh, both men and women up there talking, and some were single-family investors and some were multi-family investors. And, and again, I really liked what they were doing. So the single-family investors would maybe give their kids or maybe their kids had accrued some some pot of, of funds, some savings, um, and they would give that child the opportunity to invest in that next single-family house with them. Help them make the decisions. Show them how the finances work. Talk about the cash in, the, the revenue. Talk about the cash out, the expenses. Let them see the returns and ultimately let them see that money coming back into their pocket. And then maybe they go and blow it on video games or, or, or something, <laughs> accoutrement for their, their cell phone, whatever it may be. Um, but ultimately, they're learning. They're seeing how this flows. They're seeing how this works. And they're seeing that, wow, okay, I'm getting a lot more out of that single-family house, Mom, than I was uh, down the road here at uh, the National Bank. Another guy there was doing the same thing but with uh, apartments. He is a multifamily investor, and he would basically allocate a, a share of his investment to his children, let them pony up the cash, put that in, I don't know, 500 bucks, 1000 whatever it was. These are older kids. Um and again, they too were then seeing the return, seeing the fruits of their labor. So while, yes, it is important to to understand how to save, to, to accrue that capital, right? In the first place, you do need that to invest. Uh, ultimately, what these folks were doing is then teaching their kids to invest. So again, that mis- misconception is that it's more important to teach my kids how to save. Not, not, not the case. Teach them to invest. Belief number seven, money makes people stressed and emotional. So a lot of people, I, you know, this sounds more like an excuse to me, um, but the average person seems to, you know, think, and, and actually this is true. I can think back to even my, you know, where I grew up, people are brainwashed right into to thinking that talking about finances is a bad thing. It's not okay to bring that up at the dinner table. It's not okay to ask somebody how they're doing, right, financially. And that, that is a problem as well. And, and I'll tell you, when you go to a place like Lifestyles Unlimited, where we have an abundance mentality, where we are sharing, it's a very open book environment, in fact. And, and you see that, for example, when you go to the, to the case studies or if you come down to the expo coming up here at the end of the month, what are we doing? Among other things, we're going to be sharing numbers. We are talking finances. And that's something that as a country, we, we need to do better, right? Teaching our kids to, to save, teaching our kids, more importantly, to invest how to balance a checkbook, all that basic stuff that's not taught. Um, we need to get better at that. 
and we need to be more open. We need to be more comfortable talking about uh, talking about wealth. And for wealthy people, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm around people all the time in these environments. They're comfortable. They don't have a problem um, discussing finances. And then the final point, the final middle class uh, belief uh, that this, this fellow cites, and this ties back to that uh, Gallup poll, he says, being comfortable is more than enough. And again, this fella, Steve Siebold, he's been interviewing multimillionaires and middle-class folks for, for decades, uh, surveying them, uh, interviewing them, and so on. And this is the biggest thing, he says, that limits people. They're looking for physical, psychological, and emotional comfort. That's the primary goal of the middle class. And apparently we're there. 90% of us are satisfied. 90% of us are content. And like I said... What keeps what gets in the way of a great life is a good life, and what gets in the way of a good life is is an okay life. So if you are content, um, you can do better. You can look farther down the road. You know, the middle class goes out of their way to avoid doing things they don't like because they are comfortable. Okay, but when you are in the early stages, as Steve puts here, of building wealth, you may need to experience a little bit of discomfort. Maybe that is spending a couple hours in the evening going to an event like the free workshop. Maybe it is missing a weekend at home to come down to the expo, the Wealth and Passive Income Expo in Houston, to see what it is we do at Lifestyles Unlimited. And by the way, I didn't mention this earlier in the show. Let me give you, there is a discount code. If you go to wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com, uh, the promo code to get in the door, it's Expo 50, Expo 50. Um, regular entry for that three-day program is $97. That's going to knock $50 off. So you're getting in for just 47 um, I encourage you to bring friends. If you're married, I encourage you to bring your spouse because there are a lot of breakout sessions. You won't be able to get to them all. So I encourage you to come as a pair and divide and conquer, see as much as you can. But, but going back to our mindsets, how, how do you change your mindsets? Like I said earlier in the segment, be, be aware of your beliefs. You need to know what you think. Take some time away from the TV. Take some time away from that brutal commute and just become aware of what it is that you believe, what you think. Are you comfortable? That will help you establish a baseline, and then you can work to change that. Read a lot. That's how you can get into other people's heads, successful people. Spend a lot of time reading or listening to audiobooks is fine. And then get out and surround yourself, like I said, with folks that, that have the right mindset. And again, we give you a lot of opportunities at Lifestyles Unlimited for that. That's our free workshop. That's the expo that's coming up. And, and ultimately, what you'll see is that we've got a, a lot of highly satisfied people, I would say, a lot of very successful investors uh, in the organization, and and you'll learn how we got to where we got. I'm a single-family investor. My wife and I started buying single-family houses back in 2012, and that's what we like to do. We enjoy that. Um, so we've built up a portfolio that got her out of that job that she was tolerating and actually downright hated. Just loads of stress for her, got her out of that, for example. And and you can do the same. You can put a plan together. We're going to go out and buy X amount of, of single-family houses until we've got enough cash flow to match our expenses. Maybe a little bit more to continue investing, maybe a little bit more to travel, to do whatever your hobbies are, that's fine. Or maybe you say, you know what, uh, I'm more interested in the multifamily path. I wanna go that route, that's fine. Get some capital together, get into a deal as a passive investor, maybe figure out, hey, I, I really like this, I wanna become a lead investor. We provide you that education 
we provide you that training in order to do that at Lifestyles Unlimited. And again, that's what you'll hear about at the expo. If you can get down to Houston, go to the Wealth and Passive Income Expo, um, you'll hear about successful apartment investors, both on the lead side and the passive, right? We're 40,000 members strong. You can bet we have plenty of both as well as uh, lots of single family investors like myself. So I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm very stoked to, uh, to get down there. It's just a couple weeks away. And again, go check out wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Put in promo code EXPO50 when you, when you uh, register, and that's going to knock, uh, knock $50 off. And again, get down there, see the different paths. So again, be aware of your mindset. Find that new path. Find those folks that you want to model off of, right, that we have those at Lifestyles Unlimited. Find a mentor to help you. That's what we do at Lifestyles Unlimited. And get cracking. Get down that path. Yeah, thank you for listening. This is Andy Webb. You've been listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. And remember, everything we're talking about today, it's not the money. The money gets us to where we want to be, which is the lifestyle. You have a good day. Thank you for listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit LifestylesUnlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. Join us next time. And until then, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.